expressed in the following show are for entertainment purposes only. Just for fun. They're not necessarily the views of Twin Galaxies, HD Films, or any other affiliates. Hey everybody, welcome to Settle on the Screen for March 4th, 2016. I'm Michael Sirocco, along here with Nick Houselander, uh, Glenn Updike. You're there. How are you doing, Glenn? Yeah. You're not in Twin Galaxies 2. Um, I'll sign back in on Twin Galaxies 2 in a minute here. Oh, no, I think our guests made it. We, we, got a, we got some type of signal. Are you there, Rob? Hopefully he'll chime in soon enough. I didn't know. But we'll, we'll talk to him soon. Settle on the screen is the commentary show about the Twin Galaxies database, score chasing, speed runs, everything general in gaming every two weeks. It's us, and every other week, it's Jace Hall and State of the Galaxy talking about all the updates and all the different things, evolution of Twin Galaxies stuff. So that's next week. So if you guys tuned in, you're like, where's Jace Hall? No, next week. So you got to watch us or turn into one of the other thousand Twitch channels. But we know you'll stick around. And more importantly, thanks for watching us on YouTube and iTunes. So got some – hopefully we got Rob – Mares, I hope we pronounced his name right. We're hoping we talk to him beforehand, make sure. Mars, maybe. Yep, the real Vector Gamer. Oh. Very comical guy. I love his YouTube videos. Hopefully he'll chat with us a little bit. We got a interesting docket to go through. I know Glenn has some topics. Baseball season is starting as well, but Spring let's get to it. Let's uh, announce a few uh, world records. Uh, the past two weeks of Twin Galaxies, these aren't all the world records. Um, they've been verified. Oh, wait a minute. Let me, before I get that, new, we new got a, Yep. About two days after our last show, um, I want to say February 21st, Twin Galaxies, the new generation, I guess you want to call it, the new system, the new adjudication system, officially verified and accepted 10,000 scores into the database. Congrats. 12. Nice. 13 months, and there's 10,000 more scores verified. There's no way the old referee system could do that many scores in that amount of time. 9,800 more scores than the old system. It's awesome. There's transparency. People can see your gameplay from here on out. Awesome improvement. Huge milestone, in my opinion. There's still more adjudications than that. You know, I don't know how many have been rejected, but some of them have been rejected from people actually cheating. Most Tons people just cheating. making typos. So that's kind of that's why I didn't count it. Once we get oh. ten thousand accepted, yeah. I'm like, that's ten thousand accepted scores. That's that's just so awesome. Super so, Mario. And Brothers. thanks to all of you who adjudicate and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And for people too. Mm-hmm. Submitters, even if you got rejected a bunch of times. Oh yeah, we thank you. For thank that. you for building the database. Yeah. So back to that building the database. These are just ten, no nine world records. Oh. I had to cross one off because I thought it was world record. It, it wasn't. wasn't. Oh. Yeah. Um, How did that even make nice. it? Yeah. So for the past two weeks, uh, Glenn, you have the first one. Man. Hey guys, I have a real yep. vector gamer in Skype too. Is that the right guy? Yep. yep. Okay, he's in there. I just we can't hear him. Oh, okay. Check your microphone. Yeah, check my <laughs> check your camera. That's a good thing um, to ask. Or uh, if you want to try Twin Galaxies Live Five, maybe there's something, maybe there's something that needs to be reset. But whatever, try your microphone <clears throat> settings. What I'm hoping he says is, "I need a microphone." That's kind of the response. <laughs> I'm hoping for. Well, here we'll get through it. We're getting a big audience now. Obviously, something. So go ahead, Glenn. You got number All one. Right. We have James Bernard from Ajax, Ontario, Canada. Arcade Double Dragon and the Neo Geo system. Uh, tournament mode, 241,200 points. Congratulations, James. Love that fighting game. I actually played it for the first time a couple months ago on Fightcade. I get some friends. So, good job. You have friends? Yeah, besides you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just want to make I sure. Like two others. <laughs> Fight Cade. Check out Fight Cade. Mike and I have been on that forever. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. We got Michael Dietrich from Arkansas, the state. From the MAME, Mr. TNT. Oh, 
points four point five eight four three six zero that's a lot of points on the marathon settings yes congratulations michael that is a wonderful score nice job destroying the database i like that it's from maine but the picture is him standing in front of an arcade machine. well that's the picture i have from him no i know i'm just saying just saying from I like, the moon i like the irony i know uh, congratulations to Nick Vick from the Netherlands. Nick this is, Vick, I, that is. This is an inaugural record, so it is still a new world record. Uh, risk of rain, points, rainstorm, no artifacts. This is a new tra- track to the database. 43,509 points. I'm assuming this is a game on Steam. I don't know, but it, it looked really fun. I want to play it. So that's why I'm announcing it on the show. Cool. Hopefully to get him some competition. Um, very cool game awesome stuff i assume the risk of rain is that you get wet is awesome. that i don't the know chance you take, I, I would imagine no idea back to you glenn we have max or Her- heraski playstation 4 pinball arcade theater of magic six billion two million five hundred thirty two thousand three hundred forty points such a relaxing it is yep. it's a you before a spinach, yeah, I think I ate spinach. them of Max last night for dinner. <laughs> is that a salad? No, it's a piece of spinach. He requested that I put spinach up. Spinach is good, it's good yeah. for you, too. Nick, what <laughs> we got, Raphael Friedman from New York Rangers suck United <laughs> States of America. Uh, the devil sucks. Uh, we got from the Sega CD, the NHL 94, and TSC biggest blowout 61. Bullshit! <laughs> that was fantastic. Bullshit! Congratulations, Raph. That's was it a real Genesis? <laughs> well, we're Sega CD, whatever. I know you're used to playing on the SNES, um, but... Proved yourself that you are able to play it on every single system. Yes. And pretty much better than anyone but like one person on the planet. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations, Rob. Congratulations. Red see Wings are the, better than the Rangers. See you in the documentary and see you at the next one. See you at the next one. Let's go, Red Wings. I don't even make it to play you. Um, congratulations to Martin Bushway of Round Rock, Texas. Uh, very awesome. Another Neo Geo game. Twinkle Star Sprite Story Mode. 908,560 points. <coughs> awesome score. Nice going. Arcade. They're fun to go to. Yep. Back we to have you, Glenn. Leonardo Bugman, Nintendo Wii, Mario Kart Wii, Bowser's Castle, Time Trial, Fastest Lap. 52 seconds and what's that? 682, 52.682 seconds. Congratulations. Nice going, Leo. Awesome. Nice going, Leo. Matthew Felix. Yeah, who's he? I don't know. It's like her second or third, maybe at most. Yeah. From California, the West Coast. Nintendo Entertainment System, Ghostbusters, like the new Ghostbusters. Is this the new Ghostbusters? No, this is the NES. Okay, this is the NES Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, because Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. Uh, NTSC, most money, 514,497. Nice job. Also got the fastest completion record. I don't know if it's verified yet, but... But that uh, is not an easy game. Not an easy that's game. A, I would call that game not fun. No, it's not that, a fun it's game. It's that difficult. Yep. You won't see me playing it. And congratulations to Brian Romier, we'll say. Maybe? Sure. Sure. He'll tell us if we're wrong. A new world record <laughs> on pole position test track. Nice. 89,640. And a lot of you guys are going to be like, well, this is an inaugural score. Actually, it's not. Obviously, something got lost during the database over time, but it's in one of the original um, Twin Galaxy record books of scores, and it wasn't in the database. Really? He did beat all the scores in that book with an awesome score of 89,640. Now, did he know the record that he was beating? Yes. Oh, okay. We'll take a picture of the If you guys have the Twin Galaxies book that Walter printed in the I want to say late 90s nope. or early 90s or something I don't go I don't maybe know. it was the mid 90s it's in there the all the scores for that track so awesome nice job nice goal that just Brian. concludes a select few world records from the Twin Galaxies database 
awesome job. That's great. So you can go to the website, set your own world records, twingalaxies.com. Figure out all the help sections there. Frequently asked questions. Don't ask Tons us. Tons of help. We're if you need help, help you. it's really, it's super easy. Yeah. So, it out lots of stuff going on. <laughs> Let's, uh, a tournament finished. Yes, it did. There was a winner. <laughs> there is a winner. <laughs> that was actually a question. Bam. Oops. Is that That's a pictures of us. Oops. It's what? a tie. There you go. Whoa. Your face is like right there. Yeah, my face is right there. Yeah, that was actually a question though. There's a winner. Who's... No, I don't. I call it a tie. It looks the like Yo, a tie to me. The Olympics of 2016 completed on March 1st, and uh, Team Better Off Fred and I can't read it. Veronica. Veronica Mars. It looks no, like Veronica. I can't I see it. I can't either. I should know. I was competing against Verizontal. Verizontal, yes. Yes. Tied for first place. Better off Fred is ranked first probably because of the B comes before That's B. That's my guess, yes. Or that... Maybe there's a coin flip. Because I was on oh, the team. Oh, that's true, yeah. And I got them one point that they awarded... Better off Mike. It's a tie, though. So, awesome competition. Amazing scores. You guys want to see some awesome competition. In MAME, you can download the IMPs, I believe, and watch for yourself. Plus, I mean, True Champions came in third, and they're only 15 points behind. I know. it was re- the, second, the last so. day was ridiculous. I was <clears> trying <throat> to bump a point or two with my last attempts, but I am nowhere near. I'm definitely not deserving to even play, but somehow I still eked out a point. I like it. Well, what's great is it was like last couple days, you're like, all right, I got five points. I need to get some more. And you ended up with one. One, So So I still contributed. (laughs) You did your best. You're the reason it was a tie. Maybe. You were the Ryan Leeds. Yeah, you're the man, Mike. You're one point. So awesome competition. And then just to remind everybody, the Igby 2016 is just right around the corner. Igby down under. Um, The Internet Gaming Bashing of the Year. There is no date set. Bashing. (laughs) Bashing. That's what what the message board is for. So tournaments.twingalaxies.com. Obviously, there will be more information on the homepage when it's starting so much but when he says it's just around the corner i don't know how close it is around the corner it's coming last out year, this year last year was july 1st through august 5th so. see they're gonna be march through december yeah speaking of that should we talk about our special show here our special show is it we don't know if it's official is this like now. an after school special well it will be an after school special because we'll be broadcasting on saturday <clears throat> yes, april 9th Possibly, it's not a hundred percent sure, but save the date. Oh, can we send out magnets? We should. I want to send, send out, out magnets, magnets to all our fans. We plan to come live from the Midwest Gaming Classic. Yes. Um, April 9th. Yeah. I want to say eight thirty Central Time or no eight thirty Eastern Time. Oh, so five thirty for you guys over on okay. the West Coast. Okay. Um, from the Midwest Gaming Classic. Hopefully, we'll be playing with a lot of awesome arcade gamers from the Midwest. Yes. In the Galloping Ghost section of the arcade. It's not official yet. We're not 100% sure if the internet connection's there. It's going to work. But we're pre-planning. So make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all those other channels. Turtle Turtle Squat. Yep. Great Um, new social media site out there. Hate book. All of them. So we'll let you know. We'll let you know on our next show, of course. But save the date, okay. Saturday, April, April 9th, 9th, the Midwest Gaming Classic. We'll actually <clears> be <throat> with Glenn in the same frame one. So be, we're gonna be nice. We're gonna be next to each other. It's gonna be gross. Yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> Minimal clothes. It's really gonna be disgusting. So hopefully we'll we we don't have we don't know exactly what the setup's gonna be, but hopefully we'll have some competition between some yeah, people. Maybe I hope so. Um, might be know. a roaming camera. I mean, it we, might could be. What I'm hoping uh, for is like, having a roaming camera. Okay, whatever. I was, I was hoping to just like constant ridiculous interviews. Oh yeah. I just want and, people coming through like a and, train and, station. And we plan to have the camera and the microphone <clears throat> like a sorority going house. around, showing you the event on the next week's show. But we want to do some yes. live from the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll definitely be doing some B-roll cutaway uh, interviews and yeah, stuff it, like that. It's one of the greatest, in my opinion, it is the greatest gaming show and pinball because it literally is it's about the pinball like two or three it's about the classic arcades and it's all about all video games they have a yes. awesome i don't want to call it a museum but they literally might have as well every system in Ever this room. and computer and computer That's systems it. 
that anything that was a video game, yeah. at least every system, if you want to call it. For example, every system in the Twin Galaxies database oh is represented plus more at this. Like, there's a Turbo Duo that yes. you can play. It's awesome. They I had, mean. like, the Neo, multiple Neo Geos. Multiple Neo Geos. Famicon. 5200s that have working controllers. We, they, I mean, we did not see a Channel F, though. There wasn't a Channel F. Did you look hard in this? Uh, no, probably not. Probably but not. I'm just saying I didn't remember seeing a channel. If they don't have one this year, I believe they should invite us personally yeah, with free we have, tickets we and have, hotel yes. room to bring both versions of the free channel. Free everything and many drink vouchers. Yes, drink vouchers. And yes. free karaoke. And more internet. Live 24-hour Free show. T4 line. All right, never mind. Okay. But, but definitely free tickets and hotel yeah. and airfare. So, Midwest Gaming Classic here at Twin Galaxies Live. Yes. Tentative. <clears throat> April 9th. It's not tentative. Okay. It's gonna guarantee. I will promise. We will send all our fans promise rings and a save the date magnet with yep. me. Oh, Captain Jive fans on. will be there. Sweet. All right. Awesome. Moiner said there was a channel F in the big room. Oh. Okay. Never mind. I was wrong. Yes, we can't get a free room. That's cool. But we have we have one and two though, Mike. We got the first and second. Yeah, version. that's true. We got to make sure that both representations. The question is: Is the one in the big room did both controllers work? Because I would be willing to bet they did not. Yeah, I so, bet you they were playing pong. So regardless, come see us at the Midwest Classic yes. or tune in to our show. Yeah, that. yeah. You know what? That's the thing too. Watch it online if you have to, because we want yeah. you to. But come try to join the show too. Yeah, it's awesome. Come there live. Maybe you can get on. I mean, no guarantees. No. A heavy screening process. Yeah, obviously. we have a heavy screening We have, like, bringing process. three people low on their screen. That's why we're Come doing on. it so late, because we have interviews to conduct before the show goes live. Oh, yeah, it's going to be, like, nonstop interviews. And I got a gold Definitely won't be drinking during the I day. I got a Golgar world record to take care of, too. Oh, that's true. A real Golgar. Oh, well. I want to get his autograph. Do you think he'll autograph my arm? Who? Golgar. He's not a real person, Nick. Yeah, that's you've obviously never met him. Um, real just quick, we talked about this last show. Jace Hall talked about it last week. JH, man. You know, there's these Down things the called the uh, ESI and PSI. They're they're cool. We always talked about them a little bit. They kind of overall give you a rating on your gaming skill across the whole scoreboard. Cool. Um, the only update that we have seen or the changes that we've seen score. is two weeks ago when these leaderboards came out, it only showed active users. So it wasn't showing the whole database. Well, within three days of people saying, hey, why not include the gamers that haven't logged in? And, you know, maybe some of them no longer have internet or passed away or whatever. Now they're represented in the ESI and PSI, so that's an update. There's lots of other discussions going on and how it's calculated, and it's being adjusted all the time. So just to let everybody know, don't take too much, I don't know what do you want to call it, weight. Put too much effort. Don't put too much weight into it. Yeah. I don't want to say effort because yeah. evolving is I would, a good I, What I meant by effort is the effort that you're putting forth to complain about it. That's no, I, mean. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Because right. you got to okay. make suggestions okay. or change will never happen. No, you're right, you're right. You know, if, if no one ever said, hey, why don't we include the old people, then maybe they would never include Squeaky the wheel so gets the grease. I don't want to say stop. It's just, I bet it's a work in progress. So just remember, the time last year, yeah. it was awesome just to have a world record. Exactly. Back. So that's all yep. I want to say. And on two that. years ago, this wasn't a thing. Yep. And three years ago, it wasn't a thing. And four years ago, it was, but it was really crappy. Yeah, it was really crappy, yeah. yeah but we were paying remember, for There was a time where they charged, too. This yes. It didn't verify yes. scores. You paid yeah. them money to not verify your scores. That was the high point in Twig Galaxy. Yes, yes. It could be worse. Mike still complains about it on a no, I fairly regular basis. No, I know. You brought it up. No, you brought it up. Man, Just check the mind. tape. You totally brought it up. Check our settle it on the screen episode one. You'll learn all about my hatred. <laughs> I, mean, I think episode one through thirty one. We're on episode sixty six now. Did you know that? Are we really? This is settle on the screen episode. Yeah. So for the animal wow. sixty five plus twenty five. Oh. What's sixty five? Ninety one. This is our ninety one episode of Twin Galaxy. Yeah, so the really? center off episode. Oh, is that including the old Twin Yeah, there's 25 episodes of the Twin Galaxies okay. podcast. <clears throat> now there's been 66 episodes of... Is that including Game Room? 
Game room? The, the that never got no, aired. No, was that got, the one that didn't get aired? Yeah, the, okay. yeah. During the time when you had to pay <laughs> pilot that for submission, failed. we had a pilot to work for whoever owned Twin Galaxy. And it was called <laughs> Twin Galaxy's Game Room. Yes. And we'll, we'll upload the little teaser video we made. The that was pretty great. We actually shot with a film lens and everything. And we're not, I'm not putting the pilot out there. It, it was so corny. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad because we're just, we were still trying to play we up trying to what they wanted. Show, right? Yeah, we were trying to get a show. But You should post the email I sent you, too, which was hilarious. Oh, I'll post that. I'll post that email of why we didn't do the show. I think we probably talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, you talked about that on the farewell. On the farewell episode. Oh, did you really? Yeah. So go watch episode seven on the screen one. Okay. Things could be worse. So much worse. So much worse. Nevertheless. They were. We were there, and that was really crappy. Okay. But whatever. All right. What what do you want to talk about next? Talk about the future. Are you there, Rob? Suck the rock. Does Rob hear me? Yes! Yes! The real Vector Gamer is here. How are you? Okay, I guess I had the uh, wrong microphone selected. So it looks like I got it all straightened out. Can you hear me loud and clear? Oh, yeah. Sound good, man. Loud and clear. Congratulations on your Commodore 64 record, sir. Is your wife proud? Well, well, I just, uh, you know, I, I play the games that I enjoy playing. Um... I grew up in the arcades back in the 70s and early 80s, and a lot of games I, I play are some obscure titles, like I submitted on Moon Shuttle, which some people think is a crappy game, but I think it's okay. And, and that, you know, for me, I always think, you know, just play the games you enjoy playing, so that's what I do. Yes, you do. And uh, Rob has a uh, channel. Oh, well, wow. What? The Retrocade. What? Um, on you, it's the Retrocade. One word on YouTube. Yeah. I find it very entertaining. I, I I'm I grateful too. for your videos. Um, it's I don't know why. I just it, it's very entertaining to me. So thank you for making those videos. Gives me some pleasure of entertainment for sure. You are. I and well, I, you made I, a, I, I, you made a you made a comment recently that you know why does he have why doesn't he have more subscribers? And, and I don't know. Does does YouTube work like Twitter? Where people follow each other and they, you know, you follow me, I follow you. I don't know. I don't subscribe that's- to many channels on YouTube, so, so maybe that's that's the deal. Or maybe I should have called it the Bipolar Gamer Network or something. Oh, man, I was going to refer <laughs> to that. 40, I was going to say, we're here with Rob, the 45-year-old gamer with bipolar disorder. Um, <laughs> oh, you saw that, I guess. Yes, yeah, so oh, yeah. it was in one of our uh, greatest hits videos. Yeah, I'm 46 now. Oh, okay. So we gotta get accurate. <laughs> Actually, when it comes to that subscribe thing, what I've noticed is back when YouTube was big, everybody subscribed to everything, and yep. now it's like is YouTube not big anymore? Well, it's just everyone's more selective on YouTube. Yeah. Well, like, it makes sense because you get a feed of videos you want to see. And then the list would be so large that yes, you want to watch, you want to watch this, but it'd get annoying, especially the people who like make a video every three hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that's why people don't so hit the subscribe horrible. button as often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just more of getting. Well, I talked to um, one of the one of the channels I enjoy watching is uh, Todd Tucky's TNT Amusements Channel. And he was uh, saying back in the fall that he was coming up on 6,000 subscribers. And I just checked his channel last month, and he was up to over 11,000 subscribers. And I messaged him, and I said, well, Todd, you already have over 11,000 subscribers. You were just talking about having 6,000. He said, yeah, but the views are still the same. Huh. Huh. That is weird. That's like paying for like I know I know some people in You can pay for Twitter followers. Former like people in this community would pay for Twitter. Like there, there's one gamer who I don't want to mention his name, has like over like twenty thousand, three hundred thousand not that many, maybe like like a hundred thousand subscribers <laughs> on YouTube on YouTube. But he'll get like forty views. Like thirteen views. Okay. So I think it comes down to more 
people don't really subscribe. People just look for the video, yeah. and they favorite the video, and they watch it, and they send it to people. I don't think the subscribe button does what it used to do for, okay. for YouTubers, more or less. But, uh, oh, but well, I know for those there's, a, watching, there's a gamer on Twitter that has over 60,000 subscribers, or uh, excuse me, followers, but he's following 25,000 people. How the yeah. heck can you follow 25,000 people on Twitter? I can't. I have I have 500. I follow 500 people on Twitter, and I find that manageable. I just can't imagine following 25,000 people on Twitter. It's an outrage. It's a lot. I don't know how that's even. Yeah, like 20 people seems like a lot. Like, yeah, that's way a lot of people. <laughs> Actually, when it comes to our Twin Galaxies, we still have the original Twin Galaxies channel for Settle on the Screen. We've literally stayed at like 1,250 subscribers the past five years. But what we, what we value, obviously we value you guys watching us here live. That's yeah, awesome definitely. that you guys are tuning in and watching us. But what really kicks us in the butt um, what I mean, kicks us in the butt is keep us doing this. Is all of you guys who subscribe to us on iTunes? Yeah, whatever. Via RSS yeah. feed, podcast feed through iTunes. The amount of views we get there trumps everything else. I don't know if it's because people like to download it and keep it on their device or on their computers and watch us, um, but or they just like to listen to us because maybe watching us. The videos are right the their videos children. are downloaded just as much as our audio is. Wow. It's it, it's now. We have over maybe at one point, like one, it's like one point one million whoa. downloads of our podcast for Twin Galaxies. That's that's a lot. That's that's way more than a YouTube view or anything amazing. like that. So thank you for watching us live, majority of you. But but uh, definitely check out the Retrocade on YouTube. Um, subscribe. Let's get that number up. We're at 217. We want to see it. But we want to see it to 225 by the end of the show. So yeah, that you know what? That's it. We want we want a goal. Absolutely. Now Let's I have go. to ask you, Rob. I've never played the Vectrex before. Is it actually cool? Because it looks cool. Is it fun? Is it hard? It's Does a it cool system. It's a cool system. The problem with the system is is, is there aren't it's such a small library and then even out of that there's only really not many great games for the system uh there is a guy um christoph tutz he's a home brewer out in europe and he is releasing some amazing games for the vectrex he released one uh, vector pilot which is a translation of the arcade smash hit time pilot which is better oh. than the arcade game i named it in my uh, top five homebrews of all time video is the greatest homebrew of all time. Uh, the guy really did a fantastic job with the uh, with Vector Pilot. He added some uh, unlockable ships, and, and uh, you can save your high scores. Really cool game. He's also working on right now Vector Patrol, which is a translation of Moon Patrol, which I had I had nice. the chance to uh, to play it about a month ago and it looks pretty nice but that's the main problem is there's there's it's such a small library and there's only really one or two good homebrewers out there actively writing new titles for the system which actually it's a miracle that there's any really because it's not like Vectrex yeah, I mean, was like I a mean, huge system i mean for the people who own Vectrex, they're lucky oh definitely. in my opinion you know, I compared agree. to what i i mean there's nobody writing anything for the channel left that's true. I mean, I guess it's going to have to be a few and me if we want to. I know. I mean, even when the game was new, the system was new, there still wasn't people making games for the channel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when it was current, they just didn't come out with the games. I don't so know they're why. They're the same game. <laughs> yeah, it's the same game 47 yeah. times. I mean, how there, there's, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that are writing uh, new games for the Atari 2600, and I always make fun of them. Why are you writing for such a you know, a limited machine when you could be writing for something more advanced, just like the Atari 7800. And, and they, they enjoy having the, the space limitations of the Atari 2600. They find the challenge. Uh, they enjoy that challenge. I like that. They, they enjoy working within the box. It kind of probably makes them 
we have to cut corners here, but where can we make it? So I can actually get that. But I agree with you. It would be nice to have a couple more games for the Vectrex, mainly just to give it a little more, I guess maybe a little more jump. There's, it is there's a lot of homebrew activity. There's a lot of homebrew activity right now for the Clayco Vision. We're kind of in a lull right now, but there's going to be about a half dozen titles coming out for the uh, Clayco Vision this year, including the long-awaited Donkey Kong Arcade, which is supposed to come out in August. Oh, wow. maybe you guys can tell me why there aren't any NES homebrews coming out. I don't know. You know it's actually uh, they're making a Zapper game. Russian roulette zapper game. That's Russian supposed to be roulette, yes. Are you serious? Yes. Yep. That's actually fantastic. You know, it, I, I don't know much about it. Is it's supposed it to be designed as a drinking game. Is it pretty a much. Yeah. Is but they actually have a working prototype, <laughs> and they, it's legit. Yeah. They've, they've spent a lot of time, like, because they're working within a small box, too, but they've really pushed the graphics of the NES on that. And it's got uh, uh, voice samples. Like, it's supposed to have, like, 20 minutes of voice samples. Really? Yeah, it's it, the. they said the file size is, like, a couple, I don't know, it's, it's like a megabyte or something like that, or two megabytes, which is huge for an NES game. And I think most of it's because of the voice samples. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, I think the... I like the NES as a console, but I'm old school. My my interest in gaming is arcade games between 1971 and 1984, and consoles and computers of that same era. The NES did a really great job with arcade translations. Uh, you know, Pac-Man, Popeye looks awesome. The problem is, is there's not enough of the Golden Age arcade translations for the NES, and that's a system I think did really well with the arcade translations, but for me, it just doesn't have enough of them. And it would be nice to see a home brewer start translating some, some of these games for the NES. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a ton of them that they could do. Like uh, Moon Patrol, one of my favorites. Why not? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or E.T. They could do like, a combo pack. Yeah. I'd buy that. Yeah, but no, we got people making the Coleco Chameleon. Spending all their efforts. Uh, oh, hey, God. That thing is awesome. Let's talk yeah. about that. <laughs> I love that thing. You How much time do you have? We have a half an hour, so go for it. Rule. You guys showed me it. I thought it was kind of cool. You haven't, you don't, you're not on the internet. I'm not yeah, you don't know about the new prototype, the third prototype, Nick. They already came out with a third one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's awesome. Oh, the thing is, is it don't play video games. Yeah, it's a DVR video card for your computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. DVR, though? Yeah, it's a DVR. Well, that's kind of cool. It doesn't play games, but you can record video, though. But it's really? in a clear Jaguar case, so that's kind of nifty. That is cool. Most that of you are probably cool. watching our show know what we're talking about already, but if you don't, don't worry. <laughs> Google it, and it's just unbelievable what some people are trying to pull with these Kickstarters and it's 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 the old one had the body of the innards of a SNES. If yeah, and this one now has the innards of a of a video card. Uh, they universe. don't have a pro- when, a TVR. When yeah. I saw when I saw <laughs> that video of him at the toy fair with a Super NES inside of a Jaguar shell, claiming it to be his own product, that was I'm sorry, that was absolutely <laughs> obscene. He had no business being at that toy fair if he did not have a functioning prototype, which he didn't. He shouldn't have been there. It was deceiving what he was doing. Yeah. And now this, this is even worse, I, I think, because you, you're you pull that. When I saw that photograph, when I saw that photograph, I immediately thought, "Oh, that just looks like a PC board sitting in the oh, uh, Jaguar I- shell." And here, here we go. They nailed it on Atari Age that it was a DVR capture card. Though this one, to be fair, could maybe play video back, right? No, play video. Yeah. So you could watch ColecoVision games on YouTube if you recorded them correctly. You could. Right? 
you could hook up a ColecoVision to it and then have the chameleon play it back for you, the video. There you go, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you have to use external sources and a little creativity, but that chameleon but crazy, could work. The crazy thing is after Atari Age busted them, they removed all the pics off the internet of that uh, prototype. Minutes. Minutes after they were discovered. Minutes after they were found out, those photographs were removed. I know. It's, so, it's kind of cool looking, though. Well, my favorite part, I like the car. I know I understand they're trying to reuse the Jaguar stuff. I kind of like it. But the, 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 the so-called cartridge that goes into it yeah. is held together still with electrical tape. Like, not even, like, if you're going to make that, at least put it, like, in the middle and try to make it look nice. Like, yeah. yes, we know we're taping it back together. We just haven't got the product. But, but it's just, like, taped halfway, like, barely <laughs> over. Kind of broke. Exactly. Like, Are you like, talking about on. the cartridge? Yeah, the, the cartridge. The it's car- a piece of electrical tape that holds it together on top, and it's not even in the middle. So it looks like my Tommy Lasorda game that I broke. I think what that is is the, is the SD fun. card slot for a flash cart. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it just looks so poorly. It's taped over so you can't see the SD card. Oh, okay. So that would make sense why it's not That's why it's off-center. Unbelievable. Glad everybody caught on. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. And seriously, it's kind of cool. I understand Coleco is selling their names. There's no ColecoVision. So somebody owns the name. But And I know Atari's not technically really owned, too. But, like, be creative. I don't like the Atari shell. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of an insult to the Atari Jaguar, which I think the Atari Jaguar is still awesome. Oh, so I got a silicon one, still sweet. They're copying off the Atari. Great game. Using the Coleco old name. Come on, it does look cool though. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it looks, looks, looks kind of. Here's the thing though. Why did Coleco give them the name without even seeing a prototype? Because they're not people who are in the video game business. They're just they're selling. I guess, they don't I guess care. not. They don't care. I spoke to I spoke to Eduardo Mello today, who made the Super Game module for the ColecoVision, which is an officially licensed Coleco product. He told me that when he went to Coleco or River West Brands, uh, he had a board, he had a, he had a prototype, and all that. It was working before they even said, yes, you can use the Coleco name. Hmm. That's strange, if, you, man. if it makes them think, think twice before they do this again. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. I mean, I, if this and doesn't... They pretty much denounce the project themselves, Coleco, on Facebook <clears throat> or whatever. They said they were They, they uh, launched a seven-day investigation. Seven days uh, Mike Kennedy has to to produce a prototype. Oh my God! I hope it's. I hope the next one's going to be just as magical as the last two. It's going to be a Mac. It's going to be a Mac G five. I hope he's like a, what? What was his name? Spano, and he just keeps going with this lie until he can't just go. Keep, no more. Eh, well, at least he's trying. <laughs> I yeah, I kind of want to hang out with him for the for a day. Yeah, I just want to see. I just want to see what he's doing. All day long. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Okay, I know me and Glenn complained about Kickstarters and all that good stuff. I found the other website and people trying to get it right. Now, I'm not saying this project or endorsing this project or anything, even though I like Rock Band. Yeah. Rock Band PC. There's only one reason I wanted to go through. So we'll tell you that later. No. Oh. Nico Blue can be on Rock Band again. Never last. Oh, oh, I'm excited. These guys, they're porting the game to PC. And obviously, they're not willing to take the risk. Yeah. Um, so, but the way they're doing it through fig.co risk of is you actually own shares of the game. Ooh, so when you do uh, like put, when you do put money into the Kickstarter, you own something of it. You own something. So there's a potential for profit. There's a potential of loss. It's two hundred and fifty dollars a share. Wow. Okay. And then they show you the past sales of all the harmonic games. They show you Rocksmith. The first one sold this many, yeah. and Rocksmith something else sold this <clears> many. If it only sells half as many copies as Rocksmith did you will turn a profit of $150 if you invest, if that's 
how it goes yeah. in South. And Rock Band on PC. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion, Rock Band, there's not going to be four people huddling around their Steam box. No. Well, Steam box is oh, very that's popular. True. That's true. But that's true. Rock Band 4 is going to be for the music enthusiast who exactly. sits at their computer, who plays Rocksmith, yeah. who plays the drums. They want to play all these new Rock Band Network songs because that's the whole purpose of this. Regardless, the reason I'm bringing it up, these are the projects. This is how you support somebody. You get a share. You can still lose your money. You still get your products. You still get your perks. And, no and it has to be funded, just like Kickstarter. Yeah. No money is taken from your account until they reach the funding goal. But at uh, least at that some point, something is kind of accountable for yeah. profit. The risk-reward is worth it. Unlike these movie projects or something else where, yeah, you do this and I might never get anything. This, you're at least a part of it. So if it does well, you will be rewarded. It's also regulated by the Securities um, Commission through the SEC. So it's not like it's just this another, it, this is big investing going on. It's big investing going on, bringing it down to the fans. For example, they had a few other video games. Um, I've heard of this game multiple times. What is it? Psychonauts. Everybody likes Psychonauts, and they're like, when's Psychonauts 2 coming out? Well, they already funded it, $3.3 million. Dang. But people who are fans of the game are also the investors. Okay. So, I like it. I like it. So they're going to buy the product, pay themselves back, yeah. self-fund the project, and at least, okay. hopefully, hold it, stay accountable. But Something. But I just wanted to, than, I just wanted to follow other. that up with our big rant about <clears throat> okay. self-funding yourself. This way, I like this. So You can actually buy into that. You can buy into it. You can own a piece of the product. When's someone going to make Super Mario Brothers 4? I don't know. Start up a you fake think they account. went for Nintendo. I yeah. mean, like, to me, that's like a no-brainer game to make. On the regular app. On the NES, yeah. yeah. Homebrew. Homebrew, man. Super Nintendo 4. I mean, Super Mario Brothers 4. <laughs> Super <laughs> Nintendo 4, no. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 4. I feel like that has significant potential. So, uh, Rob, let me ask you. I know I've been watching some of your videos from the past. How much have you downsized your uh, collection? How much have I downsized the collection? Yeah. Like percentage-wise, uh, I know well, you... I I have multi-carts for every system okay. where it's available. Um, I don't. I sold off all my Atari twenty-six hundred cartridges, my fifty-two hundred, and so on. Uh, the only cartridges. I have now are for the Intellivision, the Atari 7800, and the TI-99-4A. So supposedly wow. the Atari 7800 multi-cart is being worked on, and hopefully that's going to be released soon, and that's the next to go. There's an hopefully an Intellivision one. multi-cart will be, uh, will be behind that shortly. Oh, there is one out. It's called the Cuddle Cart, and there's a Cuddle Cart too. It has like a two gig uh, SD card. They're, I don't know if they're producing any more of them, but they're out there. Hmm. So uh, if you if you check out the Intellivision, yeah, but there's one in development. There's there's one in development called the Concerto card. That's going to be for the Atari seventy eight hundred. That's the one I'm oh, waiting on. Awesome. People huh. are testing it right now. When Did you ever go to collectard.com? They need to make There's a an website Go called collectcard.com. There's a website called collectcard.com. And ever since I got multi-carts, I can't believe I spent all that time and money on buying individual cartridges. Collectcard.com tells these people to get the games off the shelf, take the seal off the box, and play the games. That's all I'm in this for is to play the games, not to collect individual carts. I've gotten to that point, too, over the years, especially with how ridiculous the prices have gone up on some of the systems, where it's like it's not even worth it to keep going. I don't want to pay 200 bucks for a game that isn't even rare, but the demand for it is so crazy high that they're, they know that they can charge 200 bucks and make a profit all day long. 
I've yeah, been, that's the I've been trying to push the homebrew publishers to stop releasing CIBs of new games. Well, they can release them if they want, but also give the option that we can buy the ROM for, say, 10 bucks. In this day of multi-carts and emulation, why should we have to restrict the gamers to only having a CIB of a new game? It's ridiculous. And they're not cheap. No. What do they run? I mean, I ever choose the system. I mean, like Atari. Uh, well, ColecoVision, uh, we'll, we'll pick on that because a lot of those releases are CIB, and they run anywhere between 40 to $60. I don't need a cartridge. I don't need a manual. Just give me a ROM. I'll put it on a multi-card and give me a PDF of the manual. That's all I need. I only want to play the game. I want to stick the thing on the shelf. Yeah, and and for them too, it, it's I know they got to make the box, they got to make a certain amount of cart to yeah. make a profit, and that's why the price is so high in the first place. You eliminate all that overhead with digital distribution. Really, I, I don't understand it when it comes to small. You know, for example, me and Nick have a band. Do we? Yeah, we produce CDs for fun, but burning CDs for yourself is not a big deal. But no. cartridges and making a box form and making the CD labels that actually is expensive. We only want to sell it for like three bucks a piece. It eats up half a profit. So you put it on iTunes. Yeah. So you know, exactly. for small time, I just I just don't get it. I don't. And then everybody like. Just want to listen to music. I don't need the physical thing. Or give both options. Yeah. I mean, I, I need the physical. I know you That's need more the physical copy. You're, you're the collector part. Yeah, exactly. I'm the gamer part. I totally. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. totally. But, no, I get that. And, I mean, that's kind of how I felt like when the Dreamcast, you know, they started making the ROMs for the Dreamcast. It was like, okay, I can spend $50 on a used Dreamcast and I can play every Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, Genesis, and, uh, you know, Turbo graphics game ever, and it's like really <laughs> okay. That basically makes me not want to ever own a cartridge ever again. So, you know, it's a cool thing. I I get why people collect things, and there's some things I collect now. But I guess the older I get, the less I care about it. And you know, it's, I just really want to play Contra. I don't care where I'm playing it at. <laughs> I really, I mean, really. So, yeah, the only thing I collect anymore is CDI games. Well, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get a complete set because I'm close. I've, but I was kind oh, of like it was easy for me to get that amount of games. Yeah, Glenn, so. I expect you to be the PSI leader on uh, CDI yeah, Twin Galaxy. Oh yeah, be. I mean, I, I you better get submitting. I want I want to see that PSI all the way up to twelve. Yeah, for all twelve submissions. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You can't set a record on like. Media Britannica, you can't read everything on there. First person Speed to read it on. You can make any rules you want now in Twin Galaxies. Yes. We'll figure away it out. I read the thing on Beethoven in three minutes. Beat that. <laughs> Look at all the coloring games that I could speedrun. Because those coloring, those coloring games have a legit end to the game. Yeah. So. And yeah. In the lines, and that's awesome. That would be a great. There's a there's a new track that I want to create. I don't own the game yet. I just saw it on YouTube. It's it's back to hockey again. Sorry, here we go. Talking about hockey on NHL 11. Yeah. Nine. I don't know which one. You know how was it Contra that they said was no? It was Life Force. Life Force is in Blades of Steel, right? It's a mini game. Yes. Yeah, it's so. a mini game. Well, in NHL 11 or whatever, there's a mini game of driving the Zamboni. Oh, and it's like really, cool. really tough. Driving the Zamboni. <laughs> what? That would be a cool track for Twin Galaxy. I like that. What's fastest to clear the ice? Oh, that's pretty. They give cool. you. They still only give you a certain amount of time, but they give you a percentage. <clears> and actually, <throat> that needs. To be, I love little stuff like that in games. Like oh, yeah. Fallout. Like Fallout 4 has a bunch of uh, arcade. Ripoffs like Missile Command and Donkey Kong, you get to play in your Pip Boy. Yeah. Those are the tracks I love creating on Twin Galaxies. The ones that are a game within itself that or have nothing to do with the game. The fishing in Zelda. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I know so many people who got to the fishing point and never got past it because they just fished oh, yeah. for like hours. So yeah, then that could easily be its own score. Maybe it is already. I don't know. It's not like that's some little game. That's a pretty popular. Oh title, yeah. So. 
I think there's a max weight limit for a fish, though. Is there really? Uh, yeah, there's a like there's a. You can catch a fish that's like supposed to be. It's just like you get a special <clears throat> item for catching it, and that's like the max weight that you can get. You have to use Kinda a like special what? lure that's like hidden in the bushes, and you have to do all this other stuff to be able to catch it. It's like only in a certain or... spot at a certain time of day or some crap like that. That's pretty great. Oh, hey, Glenn. Oh, yeah, we should I do just it. Wanna, I just want to get it in real quick because we you already set it up and you already told me about it. So I don't want to make sure we forget about your segment. Yes. It's getting hot in here, Glenn. Why is that? <laughs> because there's an awesome steam deal of the week going oh, on right now. Hard to see. You can you can get thirty four games that are all Eidos games, some bad but mostly good, for thirty one dollars. That's a deal. That's less than a dollar a game if my math is correct. And there's two of my favorite series of all time in that pack, which is Deus Ex and the Thief series. Albeit not not the new Thief game, but the first three, what I like to call. The holy trilogy of stealth games. Oh, thief. And here's the thing: everything's seventy-five percent off. So if you don't have thirty-one dollars and nineteen cents, you can just you buy a dollar. You can buy these games for a dollar seventy-four. Hitman Two is a dollar seventy-four. Um, one game that I'm going to talk about, or I not talk about. I'm just going to say it's say awesome. Say it. Just Cause Two is a steal. For $3.74. You want to get 100% completion on that? Oh, my God. You're going to get... It's going to be less than a penny per hour. I was going to say, you're, you're basically for playing that. for the rest of your life. Yes, you are. So there's yes. that. You, <laughs> you can get all the DLC. You can get the Chevrolet Classic or the Monster Truck for just $0.24. Cents. Dang. Kane and Lynch Dog Days. That's an awesome game. $2.49 if you can't afford the whole $31. Laura Croft. Glenn said the thief for seven forty nine. It's just no, not Peter. that one. Not the new one. The first three. Oh, not the, oh, the first three. I'm sorry. They're the new one is absolutely crap. So dollar seventy four Tomb Raider one through three dollar seventy four each. I mean, you can't go wrong. There's so many games. There is so many games. <clears throat> this is why Xbox is gonna come into the Steam arena in my opinion sometime soon we were, we were going to talk about that a little bit the pr- the total price is 104 dollars, and you can get it for as little as 31.19 and yes we don't get any money for promoting this we do it's not. just an awesome steal we just get pleasure out of talking about it yes so and why not point it out because you can save a ton of money what, what is what do you save on that pack like a hundred bucks that's crazy Seventy-three dollars you save, and you're paying thirty-one dollars. Amazing. And there's just cause one I never played. That's probably not as good as just cause two. But... That's now, like extreme couponing of like video games. Yeah, that's better awesome. than like CVS shopping. There, that's amazing. Awesome. Now, I know we're uh, we're up against it right now. We're almost done. But do you guys think eventually maybe uh, PlayStation and Xbox will, Xbox will be kind of pushed out of market? And well, see, that's what Xbox is doing, Nick. They are they're going to kind of join forces with PC. Okay. They want their game to work on the Xbox One and work on your PC. Okay. So that's the they're direction they're going to start developing in. games like that, which is going to kill certain types of games out that were pretty much the best on PC, like real-time strategy games. You're yeah. going to see less of those. You're going to see less MOBAs, less MMOs. No kidding. Stuff okay. that you can only like really do on a PC really well. I don't care what anybody says, but real-time strategy games suck on a console. Which is so weird, like, to this day, they're still crappy. It's kind of weird that they have not Well, that's up. because you, you have a controller that has limited amount of buttons. Using the keyboard and mouse is obviously the most, it's the best way to go. It's, you're not going to be able to do things faster with a controller. And controlling yeah. a mouse cursor with the analog stick has always sucked, so. 
Oh, yeah, it's always sucks. Except on 64, it was amazing. But you know what plays well on every system? Pinball? Pinball Arcade! It does. On mobile, Everything. your PlayStation 3, your PlayStation 2. Yeah. Even I think your PlayStation 1, there's a pinball arcade from the same company. PSP. Your Xbox One, your three Xbox 360, your PSP, your PSP Go, your... Uh, is it on Wii U yet? I don't Dreamcast. Know. No, it's not on Dreamcast. It's on your PC, it's on Damn your Mac, TDN it's on. Pinball Arcade. And now, just to let all of you Pinball Arcade crazies know yes. that it is being tracked... I know we'll argue about this at a later date, but now Pinball Arcade is being tracked on Twin Galaxies. Oh! Or PC. So now, what? now it's tracked. What? How? 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 I don't know. They're though. doing it, though. They are doing it. The way you, I look what? at it is... You can't do that. Yeah. Oh, they're doing they're it. They're doing it. They have done what? it. They've done it. You I'm said, just gonna pull you said my... they couldn't do it, but they did it. Well, I'm just going to yeah. pull out my PC from like 15 years ago and install Pinball Arcade and play it at 15 frames per second and play yeah, every but... game in slow motion and get the world record. But it's, it's like get... real pinball, man. No PC. What happens if this PC sucks and it, it can't play the play game it? smoothly and you're playing the damn thing in slow motion the entire time? Oh, hang on. Hang on, here's that's a good argument, but here's the other side of the argument. The adjudication system should should not allow that. They should look at the video and look at the evidence and go, Oh, he's playing it's not the actual game speed. But we'll see and we'll find out. And that's all they're just mentioning. I would personally say, hey, okay. And what's the measurement true. for the, how are they going to measure, like, how, is, how it's going? Like, what frames per second this is running at and what this guy's computer is running at? What's the measurement here? How are they going to decide that? By looking at the video. They'll just vote. I mean, you can tell the difference between, be really easy. you can tell the difference between 15 frames per second and 30 frames per second. Maybe. I can't, but I don't know. Someone. We'll find out. Can you we'll can you tell between fifty and sixty? Because that's quite a big difference, but it'd be hard to see with the eye. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but I like it. But my my question is, anything under okay, anything under thirty? Yes, but but what's it? But the speed of the ball doesn't change if you're doing thirty frames per second or sixty frames per second. Or 90 or 120. It's still supposed to be at the same speed. Oh, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm just curious. We'll see what happens. I mean, this is, well, I predict, my prediction is going to be a, a mess. You're going to have people arguing, this guy's PC specs aren't up to par with this guy's. This guy did it this way. This guy's using a controller. This guy's using the mouse. This guy's using the keyboard. This guy's using his main joysticks. Oh my God! It's gonna be a fun times in the forums. <laughs> that's what's so exciting about it, Glenn. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting. Different frame rates. That's what drives me away. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's what sucks the fun out of everything. Or maybe that's is what people or are. Has the fun. Or maybe people will all everybody will submit will play at thirty frames or greater and they will appreciate yes. the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. Well thanks Rob for joining us. Make sure you guys check you out his YouTube channel, subscribe, watch the videos. I find them better very entertaining. Uh, if you just want a glimpse of it, watch the highlight. Yes, yeah, so the videos definitely are awesome. Cool. I'm glad you put those together. Those are fun to watch when I just got oh I got five or ten minutes and I've already seen the majority of them. Oh I'll be watching this one over and over again. Um, so my host is Glenn Updike, Nick Halson, uh, Michael Soroka. I don't know how much time we have, but I, I know we're real close. Time. I don't right. know. We'll see. It's eleven. We did start late this week. I need to sign out when you guys are. It's up to you. Oh, no. You're giving us free reign? Free reign? I like the app. Oh, my God. We'll do it again. So, next week, make sure you tune in the same channel, same time, State of the Galaxies. 
with Jace Hall, all your questions, all your concerns, you can call in to the Skype array and ask them yourself. Uh, we'll be here in two weeks, of course. Yes. So like we said earlier, make sure you mark your date. We'll be broadcasting 95% sure from the Midwest Gaming Classic, but more importantly, join us at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Just do the Google search, find out the tickets, hotel prices, all that good stuff. Or catch us at the Brewer Game Friday. So, uh, we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. See ya. Thank you. Thank you.